welcome to Life on the Brink, a lovely little place filled with inspiration and creativity that is dedicated to enjoying life one day at a time. I'm Anna, and together we're exploring the beautiful things in this world that fascinate us, and often discovering something new. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 42 of Life on the Brink. That is really cool to think about. (laughs) First of all, I was just getting set up for this episode and I thought, wow, not only are there 42 episodes of this podcast, kind of proud of myself, um, but also very thankful for everyone who has listened, but also we're about to head into our second holiday season together. And that's really exciting to me. And even though I am one who loves to soak up every little bit of the fall, um, I don't get into Christmas until um, Thanksgiving afternoon. (laughs) Um, Because in Southeast Virginia, only now is it starting to look and feel like fall. Um, It's like a delayed reaction down here. So I have to enjoy fall now. But I'm not gonna lie, I'm getting a little bit excited for the Christmas season to come and have a few ideas for the podcast, but also I'm gonna be talking a little bit about that at the end of this episode, so stick around. Now, today is gonna be a like 50% uh, story time slash pep talk and then uh, some practical application, if you will. <laughs> um, so go ahead and get your tea now. If you are able please do pause the podcast if you like and go make yourself a cup of tea because normally I forget about it and then it's later on in the podcast and and you could have made tea much earlier. So today I'm just going to let you know right off the bat, I am drinking, what do I have? I have the English Tea Shops Silent Night Blend. I told you it's happening. Um, And I brewed it with Puka brand triple ginger. And I have, oh, three ginger. I have those brewing together. Um, And it's really nice because this Silent Night blend, what is it in here? Green tea with ginger, cinnamon, peppermint, rose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of that sounds really nice. So I've got them together with a little bit of almond milk because nothing too heavy for the green tea, but a little bit of um, luxury to the tea, if you will. So I hope by now you have uh, prepped your tea. You've got it going. And let's get real. Let's talk about this for a minute, because today we're talking about um, self-care, but in a different way. And we've got to prep it with the fact that everything is very busy right now. (laughs) And um, it's kind of stressful right now as well um, in the world. So first, I'm just sort of um, setting the scene, and maybe you can relate to any part of this, (laughs) because uh, trust me, it gets better. It'll get better. So this is probably the busiest season that I have been in since COVID started and probably the most stressful season as well. Even though when it was, you know, in the height of lockdown, I was (laughs) moving and prepping my wedding and couldn't work. And that was stressful in a different way. But right now everything is really full. I'm teaching at two different schools. I have a lot of gigs, fortunately, and the podcast and a couple other side hustles on the side. And and now for the first time since I married Josh, 
my schedule is this busy. So I've been busy before, but I was by myself and it's much better with him. I gotta say, but it is, um, scheduling is just, it has to be very intentional. And he is also in his final graduate class, which is very exciting, but it's also, uh, it's definitely a stress on him and has been uh, a big deciding factor of our schedule. And it's just been, um, it's been kind of tough the past couple weeks, not gonna lie. Um, we are fine. Uh, me and Josh and we are happy and healthy, um, but we're a little bit stressed. <laughs> Even though I absolutely love our life and most days I wake up excited uh, for or hopeful for the day ahead, but sometimes it's blended with um, a bit of anxiousness uh, or urgency with all the stuff that has to get done, or it's on the other end of the spectrum where I am not motivated at all to do anything. <laughs> I'm sure you must understand this. Whether you are in school and you've got projects and tests and all that stuff coming up, or your work is really busy, or maybe you have kids and your schedule is is hard to make in the first place, my hat's off to you. This season may be stressful. So uh, first off, I would recommend going back and listening to episode 40, uh, which was just two episodes ago, which is about productivity. And that helps during the times that you're actually working and you have to get stuff done. But today we're talking a bit broader about stressful times and talking about little ways that you can take care of yourself in the middle of everything to help maintain your sanity, pretty much. Now, self-care has become quite a trend over the past few years, um, and I think that that's great. It's often in a sort of treat yourself kind of uh, mentality, and I don't think there's anything wrong with learning to give yourself time. Sometimes you have to learn that. But lately, I've sort of had uh, a bit of a realization about a different kind of self-care that is a little less luxurious, but vital. <laughs> so last week, I woke up with like a weird sprain in my foot. It started like swelling the night before, and um, it really, it kind of hurt to put weight on that foot. And as the day progressed, it um, became really painful to stand on that foot. Like I couldn't do it. I, I had to put my weight on the other foot and I was limping around. And on that same morning, I burned two of my fingers pretty badly um, for like, you know, an instantaneous kitchen burn. Like it wasn't, the skin is still there. It's not that drastic, but it was very painful. Um, and I was already kind of stressed about everything to do with school and performance deadlines and stuff like that. And I was pretty overwhelmed. Not going to lie. Uh, I had a good cry, <laughs> which uh, sometimes you need, but I was just, um, super emo that day and was feeling overwhelmed and I was alone, which was very weird. But I, I know that as we grow up and we become a little more independent, we all face moments and have things where we have to do it by ourselves, And those can be difficult when you are stressed. 
So self-care that day looked like taking care of injury. You know, I had to go to the doctor. I went and I got an x-ray. Um, I had to limp into Food Lion to buy Neosporin to put it on my burned fingertips. It was more of a necessary self-care, not uh, not so much a treat-yourself moment. If you are in a place where you, you are stressed and you're trying to figure out how to manage everything and need to be taken care of a little bit, today I'm just going to share a few simple, very tangible things that you can do for yourself when you need it, or you can do for someone else when they need it. Because these are just uh, simple things to help de-stress your life and can help you feel taken care of. Life is not always glamorous, but that doesn't mean that it can't be peaceful and enjoyable. So we can all just calm down and then you're in a much better position to actually do the things that you need to do and to enjoy the life that you have. And don't forget my little story about my sprain and my burns, because that's going to come back. So, number one, you're already on your way, because the first thing on my list is to make a cup of tea. And that's not just because it's cute to say, make yourself a cup of tea. It's because it's never a bad idea. Tea is always a good idea, because it's warm, and it's sweet, and it's comforting, and it doesn't take a lot of time. So taking, I don't know, five minutes tops to make yourself a cup of tea is a simple act of love, really, and saying, I'm worth the five minutes it takes to add a little comfort into my day. Number two, I've got 10, by the way, in case you just want to keep mental track, I have 10 ways. Um, number two is to make the bed. This is one of those, um, like keeping your sanity things, because it's a small thing, but if you do the small task of making your bed, not only does it help organize your space, but then you can carry on doing the next small thing and the next small thing, etc., etc. And it helps to set you up a little bit more um, at the beginning of your day. Number three is to breathe deep. And this should be a no-brainer. Most of the time we breathe without thinking about it, but we often forget it. So if you start to feel yourself getting overwhelmed, just stop and take at least five, I'd say, five deep diaphragmatic breaths or um, belly breaths and relax your shoulders as you exhale. In fact, let's all do one. Let's all do one together. Breathe in. Breathe out. Relax your shoulders. There you go. And you just repeat that uh, at least five, I'd say. It calms your body and it helps to reset. Um, I did plenty of this breathing <laughs> while I had my fingers under running water, trying to um, stave off the pain. <laughs> it wasn't all like that. I'm probably being dramatic, but breathing does help. Number four is to move your body. So this doesn't have to be a whole workout, although it can be if, if that will help you. It can just be a simple walk. Um, if you have a pet or a, a dog, <laughs> really, this is a dog specific, take your dog for a walk. I don't know if cats like that. Or a bit of stretching or a calming yoga practice. It helps to get you out of your head 
and make you feel a little bit better. Um, and if you're sick, if you're stressed and you're unwell, then I would even put taking a shower in this category. We all know how great it is after you've been sick on the couch for a couple of days to just get up, shower, wash your hair, wash your face, do your little uh, self-care skincare. You can incorporate that too. But just move a little bit, get your body, you know, uncreak the joints. <laughs> and number five is to snuggle up and read a cozy book. So I know that that's also like a cute thing to say, like, oh, I just want to sit and read a book. But if you actually do it, it's very satisfying. It's easy to get lost in screens, obviously, and even more so when we're stressed. But that usually isn't as satisfying as um, focusing your mind on a really good story. I probably would, would say fiction in this instance, <laughs> where you're not trying to um, retain factual information and you're not trying to improve yourself. You're just getting lost in a story. So take some time away from the scrolling and read a chapter or two, like nothing major, and see if it doesn't refresh you. Currently, I'm reading... What am I reading? Oh, I just started... Um, I think it's called The Bookshop on the Corner by Jenny Colgan. Um, that's like a classic um, cozy read, so I hear. I've just gotten into it. As a side note, I read my first Agatha Christie book last week, uh, and then there were none, which was like the creepiest one to start on, I think. I don't know if I would recommend that, reading it at night. Um super spooky. Anyway, number six is to cook something nourishing. So this is like the tea one, like number one, but just like more. Cooking for yourself is a huge act of self-care. You need to eat and you're providing yourself with a delicious meal. So take your time and make something that will make you and your body feel good. My go-tos are my soup, obviously, curries, and pasta, and just make sure there's a lot of veggies in them. Number seven is to get outside. So fresh air really does wonders. What can I say? And even if you live in like an urban environment or a big city, a bit of connection with the natural world, especially when the weather's so nice right now, it can really reset you. So this can be a, a short stroll, you can take your book outside, you can eat outside, um, just spend a little bit of time outside in the world. Number eight, now this one is tricky, but it is to be okay with resting. It's hilarious that we, so many of us are averse to actual rest or, or that we feel that it's wasteful somehow. But this is absolutely crucial, especially when you're stressed, especially if you're unwell or you don't feel well, you have to rest in order to get better. So again, I would check out episode 40. I talk a lot about rest and how to best enjoy it, but that's just, just a reminder. Got to keep it in your head that you have to rest. Number nine is to do something kind for someone else. Now, this is always a good idea, always a good thing to practice, but in terms of self-care, 
I think it's good because it helps you gain a bit of perspective. Not only do we naturally just feel good when we do something kind for someone else, but it also helps you to see that there are other people in the world. Not that, you know, what you're going through is invalidated in any way, but that it helps you get out of the little bubble of stress that's in your head and it opens your eyes to others around you. Which leads me right into number 10, which is to realize that you are not alone. So cut back to my my story of last week with my little pitiful injuries. I, uh, as I was running water over the burns on my fingers, I called my mom because um, I was like Googling and I'm like, I don't know if this is first degree or second degree. And I called her and I was like, what do you think I should do once I stop with the water? And I, you know, I kept updating her as I, as I had things together and she ended up coming over, um, a few hours later, she brought me lunch and she was looking at my foot because at the time I didn't know what to do with it. And she went and found me a little, um, like a brace for it so that I didn't have to wrap it up. And, um, and also, you know, not to mention when Josh got home from work, he was also very sweet and helping me. And, um, so I had a support system there. I have present tense, a support system. And so do you, even if you're not married to a hottie like me, or if you don't live close to your mom, that's okay. Because you, you also have people in your life that love you and will gladly help care for you. So ask for help when you need it. This is a, most of this podcast is about ways that you can help yourself, that you can feel loved and supported even if you're on your own. But that is not to say that you can do it all by yourself, that you don't need anyone ever. Because if you think about it, feeling like you can't ask anyone for help or that it's better for you not to is oftentimes rooted in a sense of pride Um, and not in a good way. (laughs) It's a sense that you can get along without anyone, without any help. And that's simply not the case in any situation. We all do need each other. So don't be afraid to ask for help. Even if you're a grown up, (laughs) even if you feel like you should be able to do it by yourself, quote unquote, whatever that means, I don't think you ever outgrow calling your mom to uh, ask for help. And I would think that moms would agree with that. So I hope you are encouraged by this list, by this episode, um, that you're able to apply some of these things, maybe to enjoy this day, this week, the, the rest of the season a little bit more. Whatever it is you're facing or you're going through, it is temporary and you are going to be here longer than it. So even if it's a stressful time, it won't stay that way forever. And if it looks like it will, then talk to someone because it doesn't have to. Cherish this fall season in the ways that you can because it is fleeting uh, and the Christmas people really want to throw winter (laughs) at us immediately. And be kind to yourself, please, and give yourself grace You are worthy of your own time. Taking care of yourself does not mean you can't take care of others and vice versa. There's room and there's time. So 
if you need a, a little bit more inspiration or you just want some nice fun things, um, I am linking in the show notes the blog posts for a few other podcast episodes, or you can just find them in wherever you're listening, whatever app you're listening to. Episode nine is called Embracing Autumn. That is about like daily routines and practices and fun things to enjoy autumn. Episode 32 was about uh, romanticizing your life. And uh, most recently, episode 38 was also about autumn, but it was like books and shows and activities that you can do during the fall. Basically, autumn bucket list. So if you uh, want to enjoy this season a little bit more before the ho-ho-ho, then uh, check that one out. And uh, as I've said, episode 40 on productivity, that one will be very useful too. I wish you the best. You're doing great. Um, I'm proud of you, by the way. And it is a beautiful life that we have. So I will be right back with this week's little joy. So this week's little joy is uh, a couple years in the making, honestly. It's the fact that I've been watching the Harry Potter movies uh, for the first time, which is a delight, I gotta say. So if you've been (laughs) following my Harry Potter journey, I have for probably the past, I mean, it's, it was probably over two years ago that I started reading the series for the first time. And I read through all the books and then I formed a plan. So I'm watching the first three movies in the fall season. Then I'll watch Goblet of Fire during Christmas time because of the Yule Ball. And then after that, it gets a little bit more serious. So I'm saving the last movies until January, possibly February as well, because it's a bit more gray, a bit more wintry and serious. I've got it all planned out. (laughs) So what's fun is that I have also invited... My sister Sarah and her husband Christian, they've been coming over whenever we watch the Harry Potter movies um, and watching them with us. And while Christian has seen them all, he's read all the books, it's actually his books that I borrowed, Sarah is going in absolutely blind. She only knows Harry Potter by the memes. And so she's like watching it and is watching the memes in real time and like listening to quotes. And she's like, oh, that's where that's from. And she's a Slytherin, I should say. Um, through and through, I've given her multiple different tests and it's always Slytherin, which is hilarious. I'm a Ravenclaw, by the way, in case you can't guess. And both of us are married to Hufflepuffs. So it's a really, um, fun crew (laughs) watching these movies. And so we just watched Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. And it was a really hilarious moment. I've got it on video. So I'm going to include it in the, uh, on the blog post, um, of, (laughs) Not only Sarah's reaction to um, sort of the reveal of Tom Riddle um, with the mixing around of the letters and whatnot, but also her reaction at seeing the basilisk for the first time. She loved it. She really super loved the basilisk because she loves monsters, Um, especially like serpentine monsters, like has got a soft spot in her heart for Nessie, etc. So big deadly snake right up her alley. Like I said, couldn't be more Slytherin. And that was just really funny to me. But I'm also really enjoying watching these movies because they are cozy. You do have those bits of Christmas, but it's adventurous. Like all the things that I knew and hoped that it would be 
listening to fellow millennials talk about the nostalgia associated with Harry Potter, I don't have like my own childhood nostalgia, but it still feels like that. So that is my big autumnal little joy that fortunately is going to continue. And if you haven't, um, if you're like me and didn't grow up with Harry Potter, I would, I would just really recommend it. It's as great as they say. And um, finally, I'll leave you with a playlist. This is um, one that actually is a Spotify playlist. Like they made it. It's called (laughs) Jazz in the Background. And the subtitle for it is Soft Jazz for All Your Activities, which is hilarious. (laughs) Um, And basically what they mean by soft jazz is piano trio with brushes. So Josh even said it sounds sort of like... um, Christmas vibes. And I think that's because it's reminiscent of the Vince Guaraldi trio from Charlie Brown, because that's all piano trio with a lot of brushes. So it's a really chilled out, cozy playlist. I've been playing it a lot, um, like while we eat dinner and it's a really nice sort of romantic, cozy jazz vibe. Um, and I learned this week that Spotify has a pl- uh, like a feature. I don't know if it's only on mobile or what. I just figured it out. Where you can go into your settings and you can actually add like a crossfade between tracks and you can choose like how much of the song to clip off as it crossfades so that one track will go right into the next and right into the next and it is so nice. I would I any sort of background playlist that you ever have or if there's a party or something, I would this is this is cool. Like I didn't know this existed at all. So if that's interesting to you, just go into your settings and your app and, um, you'll find it there. And, um, and that's the playlist for this week. So, uh, really quickly, I just want to throw out there that as I've said, the holidays are approaching, the goose is getting fat and I am going to be doing a bit of a poll, a few different questions and polls over on my Instagram stories sometime um, probably over the weekend when this comes out. Um, this is coming out on Thursday, so look look alive for the next uh, week or so because um, I would love input about uh, what kinds of episodes you'd be interested in, what you're most excited about, what you'd like to learn and um, and listen to in this season. So uh, you can find me over on Instagram. It's at Anna on the keys with underscores in between every word. Um, or you can just go to the website, which is life on the brink dot live. That's the uh, podcast website. And all of my links are there as well. Feel free to uh, check out the blog post because it will have uh, those videos of Sarah <laughs> watching the basilisk and, um, photos and extra links and, um, and the playlist. And once again, um, any, uh, star rating or written review on iTunes is so appreciated. Any new written review, I am happy to read on the air, uh, cause it really means so much to me. And thank you for listening and for sharing and promoting this podcast. It means a lot to me, um, to know that what I spend so much time on does, um, is enjoyable. So if that is the case, I would love to hear from you either through a review or through a comment on the blog post or by reaching out. And that's that. So thank you, everyone. I hope you have a beautiful week. Rest easy 
and I will be back very soon with a new episode. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Life on the Brink. If you're enjoying these episodes, please feel free to leave a star rating or even better, leave a review on Apple Podcasts to help spread the word. For podcast show notes and extra inspirational posts throughout the week, head to the blog at lifeonthebrink.live. And if you'd like a little extra dose of inspiration in your life, sign up for the monthly newsletter, which lights up your inbox the first Friday of each month. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, friends, you have a lovely week. Bye.